Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Startup Diary podcast. This is a Friday show, three topics, one answer, me downloading my thoughts and a bit of waffle, but this one's interesting. We are literally changing something fairly drastically in our company, and my question to you is should you be doing the same? Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to 282 of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I am with my karate-kicking co-host, Adam Callow. Just practicing, mate. Do you know I'm really bad at kicking? <laughs> like... I, I think it's because you're too handsy. You I, spent too I, much time <laughs> with your hands. No, like, when you kick, when you're doing... So, so when you're doing, like, a, a front kick, I'm going to try and do it while on the mic. When you do it, like, I kick and I get lazy. So my leg falls down. And when you do an MMA, they catch you. And what I found out yesterday is they catch you, they pu- <laughs> they pull you in, <laughs> and then punch you because they've got full control of you at this point. So, what's your ground game like? At the I've moment? missed every ground session so far. I was at a spa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. It's funny because you're gonna need a spa when you get your ass handed to you. I need a spa right now, uh, guys. We'll give you more context on that. But long story short, is I signed up for something called Ultra White MMA. So on the fifth of April, we might stream it into our Facebook group, guys. Could be. If you are listening to this right now, you've been listening to the show. There is no better time to get into our Facebook group. Go to Facebook, search for Startup Diary Club, join. There's a couple of answers. No, there's not. There's a couple of questions that you <laughs> need to give a couple of answers to. Otherwise, Shane and Alison are awesome admins in that group. We'll just get a little bit frustrated with you. There's a bunch of people pending. All you need to do is answer a couple of questions. What do you do? Don't be a dickhead. Agree to that. That's the one that people forget to agree to, as if it's like a non-question. Answer the questions, guys. Get in the group, and you'll probably get to see me get live-streamed. I did let someone in who... Uh, that when it asked where did you where where did you hear about us uh, and it was podcast and then it was the don't be a dickhead question and there was no response and I was like <sighs> you still let them, let them in you're too nice I'll be really honest I let someone in that didn't answer any of the questions oh my that is what that is the virus that you've Do just you know let who it is? Mark <laughs> our Mark a CTO Mark has joined not the cool, group not cool Mark not cool he's given himself privilege to be a dick we'll kick him out so mark do you listen to this show if you listen to the show just message me and harry saying i've listened to episode what this episode i'm pointing at you we need the video 282 282 mark let us know but on the kicking thing guys watch me get my ass handed to me as i'm doing a white collar mixed martial arts event mma in the cage and I'll uh, weighing in at 300 pounds <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what conversions are for pounds so that's, that's I'm not I think that's pounds, grossly but... over uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm over like 175 Adam, 180 it's Friday and well, that means only three things let me get my notepad three hot topics one even hotter decision hit me one second Okay. Is that a Moleskine? No, it's not a Moleskine. This is possibly the nicest free gift I've ever <laughs> seen at a trade show. So there's a company, I'm not going to read his name out, he hasn't paid for sponsorship. Um, <laughs> but if you want to, please email sponsorship at startupdiary.club. Please don't anyone email that. That's not a real one. It's called sponsors at... <laughs> and making that email. 
Uh, is it so, sponsors at? I think so. Yeah, everyone finds us on or questions find at, us at questions at startupdiary.club. He's backtracking now, people. Anyway, this note. I'm just covering all bases. We actually couldn't work out whether this is real leather or not. Mm. I smelled it. It's yesterday. a good like, faux leather. If it isn't real, it's like it's like a mold. It's. Moleskine quality paper. People complain about the Moleskine quality paper, actually. They say they spend too much focus on the, the outer compared to... Anyway, guys, I'm really sorry. We're going way mm. off tangent, but I've got a free notepad, so I'm using it, and it's, it's, our, it's our project notepad. Be a great topic. Number one. What? Notepads? Yeah. No, I can talk for too long. It'll GSMs and all that jazz. <sighs> Hit me. Come on. Number one. Actually, let me take one step back. Here we go. <clears throat> Just for context, I know you Strap covered it off, listeners. but we've got a load of new listeners to this show, and I don't know who's promoting us, but thank you, because we're definitely not doing it ourselves, is what we've discovered <laughs> last Sunday, is this show is a week in review show. So I write down three topics that stay top of mind from the previous week, and Harry picks one. If you wanted to hear about another one, or one of the ones that I suggested, nice. follow up with email, and we will record that show uh, and drop it on in a future episode. So, option number one, Harry, and don't forget you have the option to ask for more information on one of these topics. I look forward. I will look forward to that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, sorry, I was uh, I was wiping the bottom of my mug. Sorry, and, uh, I didn't do that had a bit way. of a brain fart. Number one. The calendar runs my life. Mm, like it. Number two. Things are getting frosty as we have different expectations. Damn. Okay. Number three. Turning a pricing strategy completely on its head. Let me just rephrase that. Turning an established pricing strategy that is profitable completely on its head. What would you like to know more about, Harrison? I'm can we do me a favor? Can you try and find the, do you know the countdown? I don't know if that's the thing that we can use legally, but do you know that like, as you're thinking about it and you ask for the follow-up, can we get like the ding, ding, do you know the countdown? I don't even know how it goes, but it'd be cool. Like, there's a bit of production quality to... here. And keep this in. <laughs> I'm not saying there's no production quality. How dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you? Uh, okay, so you know what? I feel I feel like you've teased it. Sorry, not teased it, but I feel like you put a lot of gusto in to number three because clearly you're the most passionate about that one today. Um, possibly. Yeah, it was I biased because on like this one? as it as we got to point number three, it was like I'm just waking up. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a an extra line of information on one of the three? So we've got number one, the calendar runs my life. Number two, things are getting frosty as we have different expectations. And number three, turning an established pricing strategy completely on its head. Said them all in a bit more of a monotone way than to try and help you out. I just feel, I'm just going to go, I'm not going to ask any more because I feel like I can deduce enough from them. Apart from number two, which is a bit of an enigma, but sounds like a Disney story or something. Um... (laughs) What, just it's got the word frosty and you think frozen. Frozen 2, bro. Frozen 2. Oh, is that coming out? It's coming out. Oh, um, God. That means we're going to have every little Just let it go. Girls. Anyway, <laughs> we. I'm going to go with number three. Number three. Because I feel that what I'm hearing is there's money being made and yet you're just changing the rules. 
Cool. Correct. And you probably know more about this. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. End of the show. Uh, You know a little bit more about this um, because we sort of followed up with this in our all-hands meeting, which took place yesterday morning at the point of recording this. So last week, me and Matt Ford in our team uh, met. And guys, a bit of context. We do three services for our community. So we've got tradespeople in our community and we're trying to help we're trying to build the largest community of trade professionals in the UK and help them run a professional and profitable business. And we offer a platform to do that. So we've got a free profile that's turning into a lead generation site for them in the future is the plan. We have a office package that allows them to do quotes, invoices, gas certificates, and something. some of the items that are very specific for tradespeople to do their work. And one of the third packages we do is we offer them a website package. So a low-cost solution to get themselves online with a professional looking website with unique written content all the stuff that you need like SSL yep. Google My Business all the stuff that you need all the good stuff and over the space of the last two years we've uh, added more widgets done more development added more content uh, and I don't want to go too much into the nuts and bolts of the actual website package but long story short it's a profitable part of our business mm-hmm. so if you look at it as a line item on the balance sheet it's profitable okay sorry on our P&L it's a profitable line item so actually that's cool we're happy we're making some cash it pays I don't know three people's salaries and it's got enough in there every month to allow us to do a little bit more development to keep improving the service which over the space of the last two years we've just increased the price of the service as we do more to it Mm -hmm. and then adding stuff like the SSL and blah 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 anyway the thing that I wanted to drill into and bringing this onto the podcast was Take the t- one thing we've never really done is we don't really evaluate is we understand what we're trying to do as a business. We understand what classes is our core focus and what we're trying to drive towards. And as a founder, we get dragged into, sorry, as a young company and as the founder, mm-hmm. we get dragged into doing lots of other pieces of work because it's either necessary to keep the lights on because you need to pay the bills or it's just enough money to say, actually, it's not core. It doesn't tap into what our long-term vision of the business is, but it spits off enough cash as a project that allows us to take that cash and deploy that into the core business. So you're always going through all these different cycles and they are good problems to have when you have opportunities come knocking at your door. But the one thing that we do with our website package is it felt like something that's core to the business, but it's not core to the business. It's core to our community. And there's mm-hmm. a difference. Like what we're trying to do very long term is basically become the platform that materials and products are bought through at the best possible price to help our guys and our girls that are tradespeople save money on their jobs and be more profitable and just make it easier to get their tools. So we've got a really big business plan that we're trying to execute on over time. But they said, we need a website. We said, we can't afford a website because we build websites at 25 grand plus for big e-commerce mm-hmm. for builders merchants. So then we built the website package. So over time, we've just said, looked at that as like a, a thing on the PL that said, actually, as long as it's wiping its own faces and making some profit, it's cool. It's happy and it's helping our community, which is f- the focus. So we kind of got ourselves into a position last year, which is interesting in terms of we're profitable as a company. We are growing, more clients coming through the door. And I sort of kept looking at that package and saying, not why do we do it as in we should kill it. Mm-hmm. But why do we do it as in, have we got the right strategy for that product? Because I think it's so easy for someone to just sit back and go, well, that's making money. That's fine. Don't, 
don't fix it if it ain't broken is basically what Mark was telling me yesterday in the car for 40 minutes like why are you changing everything it's working well it's making money and I'm like for me as the founder and looking at that as a product that we do and it's and Mark's like well, it's not a distraction I said well it is a distraction it's always a distraction have you meant you've not mentioned the pricing yet though have you no no, no. so do you want to just explain the pricing where it came from and where it is right now the current pricing yeah yeah perfect because the new pricing is still Cause, for debate because obviously because <clears throat> i just realized you're explaining the journey of the of the package but i think the price gives an indication of of the full like the full journey of the pricing because that's yep. obviously what's being changed so taking us way back i think it started off at something like 150 pound or 120 pound plus that setup Mm-hmm. So, and people, I, and guys, by the way, if you listen to this <laughs> and you're a designer or a developer, I know I'm going to get an angry email saying, guys like you are fucking destroying our jobs and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Being like, sick in their mouths. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Go play a violin, someone that's listening. Like, because that isn't the business we're in. We're not building custom, bespoke, high, like, like highly defined personal branded website we're not doing that level of work we're basically it was a it, it was a low cost solution for people that know they need a website i just know the people that are going to come out of the woodwork now that are charging like three grand for a web. i'm like great people should charge three grand i said at the top of this we used to only do websites for 25 grand like we know where value comes from but what we wanted to do was offer a low cost solution for trade professionals because they're getting squeezed left right and center mm. and this comes from empathy to our community they can't afford to spend a grand a website they just can't because they're getting squeezed by other services out there, like check a trade, rate your people, my builder, that are just sapping the money out of their pockets to generate leads. Getting a bit tetchy right now, I can feel it. But anyway, so we offer a low-cost solution. It was like 120 plus a subscription service. So it was 120 plus 15 pounds a month or something like that. And over the space of the last two years, we've added more content, added more pages, added more features, added more widgets, and all that development is factored into the cost. So now we sit at something like 350 pounds setup and 25 pounds a month subscription. So you get a fully built website, ready in four weeks. Off the back of that, we have a subscription. Subscription covers the hosting, all the security, and additions to the website. You email in, you want this, blah, 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 we do it for you. Let's not get stuck in the details. Mm -hmm. But we've looked at that and we go, cool, that's profitable. But I also look at that and go, cool why did we do this in the first place which i think is the question that everyone needs to ask themselves like especially if you've been around for a couple of years like just because you used to do it doesn't mean you always have to do it at all and it also doesn't mean you have to do it in the same way but it's also interesting that you're asking that about something that's making money because norm- normally you would probably be a bit more reflective on something if it's costing if you're breaking even or it's costing too much time or effort you'd be questioning the return on it yep but if you're making money and it is profitable, then surely you just keep letting it run. That's that's the exact reason I wanted to bring this onto the podcast because I, people might disagree with me and that's what the show's about. I'm not always right. I'm probably nearly always wrong, uh, but we just sort of- <laughs> Founder and CEO, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but we just learn from our mistakes and we keep powering on. That's what this thing called entrepreneurship is. So I think the thing that most people do is they go, cool, this is profitable. Leave that alone. Let's focus on something else. What mm-hmm. needs the support? But just because something's profitable doesn't mean it's the right decision because it comes back to if it was spitting off loads of cash like if it was just like hemorrhaging money out of that <laughs> office next door the website team's office if like I opened the door and it was spilling with like 50 pound notes I wouldn't change a thing mm. okay we'd be going to Miami but that's not the case so it's in this thing where it's profitable it's Damn paying it, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> it's paying salaries um, but as a business you have to there's this quote and I don't want to get into the habit of just putting quotes on the show but it's something like uh, what strategy is about is choosing what not to do. 
that's what real strategy that's what's hard is like actually we don't do these things and again this isn't about not doing the website package but this is going to the question of why do we do it and we do it to help as many trades professionals as possible get online and we go okay if that's the real reason we do it and you have to ask yourself is that really the reason that you do it and I'm like, yes, it actually is the real reason we do it. Like for us, it's a, it's a value-added service to the community. Mm-hmm. And as long as it breaks even or makes 10, 20% margin year on year, the more trades we have on that, the better we do as a business. Because we help our community. We help hundreds, right now, like 550 trades people, we do their websites. We help 550 people win work through their websites. Those 550 people love us they become really strong advocates for the community. They invite new people in, they refer new customers, they come to focus groups, they come to events, they meet our brands, and the lifetime value we get out of those people far exceeds what we charge them because we get it in other ways through mm-hmm. advertising other stuff. So I'm like, actually, if we just look at that and say, the goal of this product, and that's the question everyone needs to ask themselves is whatever products you do, and let's just take Dan, British bearded baby. So he does lots of different products. So I want Dan, when he listens to this, because I know he does, is to think, why do I do these products? What's the focus? Because he just, whether it's swag, whether it's uh, what they called combs. Beard combs. And he does the oils. <laughs> he does all that stuff. Like, I think one thing we get trapped at, and it's something that every business does, is we do stuff because it feels like, oh, I look after beard, so I do this thing. I've got this cool brand, so I do this thing. But ask yourself why that product exists in the first place, which is something that we never do. We just started to do it. And when I realized that that product exists to help more people, and we know we've got 500 websites, we know the profitability of it. I went into Matt, I was like, cool. Lower the price to the point that every trade in the country would buy it tomorrow because it's that cheap. And people right now are thinking, you are Jamie Fisher, when you listen to this, he's literally going to call me up and say, you've just killed a million fucking unicorns. Because he said, every time we do a pricing thing on the website package, because he thinks it should already be 1,500 pounds set up because it's that good of what we do. I'm like, yes, you're right. And Jamie, you're right. We could charge more. I don't want to, because what I want is I want 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 customers that are tradespeople, help them get found online because that taps into our core mission as a business. So where we are today is we are going to move from making, I don't know, 60% margin. I've told Matt, if it's 0% margin and it breaks even, that's fine. So we're we're basically gonna take a haircut on profits on Mm -hmm. that package. In return, what we're going to get is, in theory, a shit ton more users on that product. So six, 12, 18 months down the line, this is the impact that I hope it makes. We have 10 times more customers month on month. Mm -hmm. Matt's problem isn't managing a couple of members of the team and trying to work out how to market the package to win win more business. Uh, That's not Matt's skill set and that's not what I want for him. I want him running around like a headless fucking chicken trying to hire enough people to service all the demand we have from having a crazy low price product that we break even on. Mm-hmm. Off the back of that, that will help us attract more brands because we have more access to more engaged trade professionals. And it will also allow us to get more of those website customers into our core value proposition, which is our office package, which taps into our long-term goal of selling products to our members at a discount right product at the right price at the right time what if it doesn't attract more customers really good question so we have to do this in a what i class as a vacuum to start with as in we don't go to market and say cool guys this is what we're doing and we sort of 
I might have mentioned on the podcast before, we have these things called two-way doors and one-way doors. As in a two-way door, you can go through, mm-hmm. and if it don't work, you can come back. So what you have to do is make sure this is a two-way door. One-way door is we tell the whole market, here's a new pricing strategy, here's the reasons why, and we can't reverse. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do in a vacuum, we're going to, and that just means as a test, we're going to send out probably an email to our community and say, we're thinking about doing this pricing strategy. We're thinking about offering all this for this price. And rather than just having one price now, we're going to two tiers, like a base package and a plus package. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go out to the community and we're going to go, cool, would you want this? Yes or no? Which one would you choose? This one. And then it's that same form. It'll be, there is genuinely limited availability because of the demand that we think we'll generate. Put your hand in your pocket and pay the for deposit now. If we don't roll this package out, we're going to fully refund you within seven days. So we're going to test the pricing, test the demand because we know the conversion rates. How many people did we send it to? Mm. How many people read it? opened it, went to the form, clicked it, paid. And we go, actually, is this converting at least three times higher than our normal emails about a website package? If the answer is yes, cool. Then we walk through that one-way door, we change the whole pricing, and we go to market very aggressively to try and get to 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 customers. If we don't get the feedback we expect, then that's going to be an interesting conversation to have because right now, how I see that package is, yes, it's profitable, but it doesn't tap into the core focus of what mm. we want to do. And it might just mean, great, I just take my attention away from that and just trust Matt to get on with it. Because right now I seem to dip in and out of helping with the marketing strategy and the sales strategy and the customer service elements to it and the development. And I'm like, that's only a really good use of my time if it's tapping into what my big ugly goals are with the business. So that'd be a conversation for me and Matt to have after the fact. But on the show today, one thing I just want to tap into more than, and I've already covered it off, is if you're in business and you have different products, just because you've done it and you've always done it, really define why you do it. And it's really hard to say no to revenue. But what happens is as you get really focused and things that we've realized, and it's a cliche because when someone told me three years ago, start saying no to this stuff because it's Mm -hmm. a distraction. The more you say no to stuff, the better the opportunities come up. And again, if you're a member of our community and you listen to this, we're not turning off the website package. <laughs> and we're not like Sky, which is new customers get new deals only. We're going to look after all of our customers. And that's a financial impact on the business as well. But what I want to do is when I wrote down, why does this package exist? Why do we do this product? And I identified and I was true to myself. It's not for the profit. It needs to break even and pay three salaries. And then everyone that we onboard as in new customers, brings on new team members. It needs to at least break even. I can't have it mm-hmm. as a as a sort of a negative cost. Um, as long as it breaks even and we help more people, I'm happy. And that's the goal. That's what I wanted to get on the show. Bit of a waffle, but that's like what goes through my head week on week. These are the things that as a founder, as you grow the team, as you grow your products, as you grow your revenues, you need to actually take some time to sit back and evaluate where you are, what you do and why you do it. Because we pivot. Like two years ago, three years ago, we were doing something completely different. And I am so proud when we look back of what we do now compared to what we did 12 months ago and how we operate. You need to take that time to reflect on what we do, why we do it, how we do it, and then just make sure that the whole team is aligned. Because me and Matt were on different pages. Yep. He was like, cool, we're profitable. And I'm like, cool, but I need more customers. He's like, why do you want more customers? He was like, his actual question was, why do you want more customers and you're happy to do some discounts? Because you're killing the margin. I'm like, because I actually don't care about the margin of this product. I care about more customers and keeping them happy. And we're like, ah, we probably need to have a conversation. I worked out what I wanted for the package. I sat down with Matt and we got onto the same page. And that's the sort of things you need to be doing. And then not to dive in too much to other bits. But have, so are we just on a personal question? 
are we expecting are we expecting more revisions to the other things that we're doing or is it just the website that took the hit at the moment when you say revisions sorry so you've looked at the website package realized that we can make some adjustments to try yep. and get more customers have you reviewed everything we do and have come up with plans for all of them or was it just the website thing that you've that's just been the most glaringly obvious thing that's been on your mind and you thought you know what we need to take a change on this one no it's a really good question and to be honest the other two packages and services we do have always had a lot more of my attention mm. as in verified is something very personal to me and i want to get that right so that's already defined like that's new as well like it's new we defined it as a team we know where we're all going we're all on the same page it feels like we're verified everyone's on the same page more than anything else in the business because we've just over communicated what mm. that's about and why we do it and we're really clear on what we're trying to achieve with that. And it's not just about communicating to our team. It's about setting expectations for the customers. So that's cool. The office package, I would probably say nothing's, strategy-wise, nothing's going to change. The product's not going to change. How we get it to market in a faster way once the Android version is live, because that's the thing that's been holding us back right now. We can't go to market aggressively. We have a great product. We want to get it into the hands of more people. And guys, so the reason we have our, our office package isn't for the revenue we generate from it. That helps support the cost. But it, one, gives us the engagement. But two, what we, as I say, what we're trying to do is get the right product to the right trade at the right time at the right price. And how we do that is by helping them do their quotes and invoices. And then at the point they do quotes and invoices, we help them understand what deals are available around them. So that product needs to be in the hands of as many trade professionals as possible. And we go, yeah, you can charge for it. But actually, what if we do some brand deals and some distribution deals to get in front of more people? What's more valuable? The recurring revenue from an extra thousand customers or hitting the big vision of the business? Simple, big vision of the business. Extra thousand customers gives us 80,000 pounds a year. That sounds really interesting but it's really not in the mm. big vision of what we're trying to achieve because you burn that on a couple more devs. Two devs and you're done. Mm. And we'd need that if we had an extra thousand customers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's really understanding yeah. why you do the products that you do and making, once you're clear and you've got clarity on why you do a product, decisions become really simple. And then you can communicate to the team, guys, I don't care about X, Y, and Z. This is what we're focusing on. So everything else has to take the back burner. You heard in our all hands meeting, you asked about service reminders. I'm like, that's going to be two weeks late because I've got a big ugly problem that I need solved on the core focus of what we're doing. Cool. Let's set expectations. Let's tell our customers. Cool. We shall leave it there. Guys, if you want us to dive into one of the other two topics that was mentioned at the beginning of the show, email questions at startupdiary.club or better yet, join the club over at Facebook. Search for Startup Diary Club and don't forget to answer those goddamn questions. <laughs> Anything else, Adam, before I press stop? No, I feel like this one, I went on a bit of a tangent, went on a bit of a, a waffle, to be honest. But this is the nature of these Friday shows. This is me downloading my thoughts. I'm super, super interested to hear follow-up questions mm -hmm. and whether we end up posting the shows into the Facebook group to hear follow-up questions. What I want these shows to be is a conversation startup, specifically the Friday ones, because I think the other shows we try and come with, here's something that we've learned and here's some actionable insight. These Friday ones for us are all about starting a conversation so off the back of what i've spoke about today please follow up any questions any comments get into the group we'll try and get into the habit of posting the shows in the group to have following conversations because this is just me downloading thoughts onto the podcast guys hope you enjoyed it stay tuned for monday show